0: On the cover, the inside of the New Olympus Natural History Museum is covered in swirling shadow as Agatha Hazlitt reaches desperately towards a glass display case while her allies battle around her. Inside the display, gently resting on a crimson pillow, lays a silver hunting knife with a sinister aura. Wonderworld Comics proudly presents The Dagger Diabolic, Part 2. Prepare yourself, dear reader, for another gripping tale of adventure, drama, and self-discovery. This is Wonder World Comics. A voice from the hallway says, The fuck was that? It was me, shit.
1: Oh,
0: fuck. Uh, And uh, there's the crack of a radio. We have a problem up on three.
1: Are we the problem? Gustav, are we the problem? Agatha, are we the problem? We're all
0: the problem. And it's about to become a bigger one if you don't stay
1: quiet. Oh, sorry. I'm sorry. And then there's like a... Of uh, of her skates as she... Because they're a little bit squeaky. Oh, yeah. <laughs> she rolls her <laughs> <off. laughs> Wearing skates. <laughs> so there's but a very... Wait, it's clunk,
0: clunk, 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 clunk.
1: No, she's rolling. So, it, but it, they're just a bit squeaky. They need a little oil. So, there's it's more like a more like if uh, as if someone is uh yeah like rolling some marbles or something across the floor and then a little eek <laughs> as she's like sorry sorry.
0: The silhouette of a man approaches the door. Uh, with a powerful-looking handy leveled ahead of him says. Alright, come on out. Don't want any trouble now. Gustav will step into the flashlight beam uh, with his little arms raised and go, hello. <laughs> I think the guy just shoots you. <laughs> <Ow>!
1: <laughs> not my, Not my new turtle, best friend what the frick guy I I am, Ryan is diving to save Gustav by the way I'm diving Um, yeah so the guy's, he's a professional but yeah
0: he raises his guns just like, what the hell we have a problem on three, we're being infiltrated set back up call the boss yeah and he is bearing down at you with the gun pointed at your head, Ryan what are you doing he's gonna tackle the guy with the gun awesome absolutely go ahead and roll plus savior to defend gustav
1: i'm gonna be bullshit about it and also really quickly make gustav my love <laughs> actually no yeah. i'm not no i'm not because i have more savior than i have danger right now because of freaking patrick okay um i'm just gonna Thank roll you patrick. <laughs> <laughs> gustav you're not my love i'm sorry it's still cardi okay 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 plus savior plus savior that's fair um that's a 7 plus 2, so that's a 9. Heck yeah, and there's one wow. team in the pool.
0: Uh, Agatha will add a team to the pool by reaching forward, grabbing the uh, gentleman where uh, his his jacket meets his pants, so where the cloth is thinnest, mm-hmm. and start absorbing his life force mm-hmm. until he starts to pass out. Weaken him to the point where he goes unconscious, or close to as possible. Awesome. So he and uh, Ryan, you are able to, as he starts to get lightheaded, uh, you are able to grab Gustav and pull him out of the way as the gun goes off with a deafening bang. So on a hit, you keep them safe and get to choose one. Add a team to the pool, take influence over someone you protect or clear a condition.
1: Uh I'll add a team back into the pool. Awesome. I also right, think that two. rather than um rather than it being like a pull, I think I dive and like tackle Gustav, so we, we both mm-hmm. kind of end up on the other side of the room from Agatha. Awesome.
0: The gun goes off with a deafening bang and the guard falls to the floor. And we turn the page to our other trio. You guys are kind of in the middle of conversation trying to figure out what is going on when, Gray, you get a an alert from the private security company that your father hires to keep your family safe. And as you look around, you immediately notice like every bodyguard in the place, like reach up and touch their earpiece and listen in it start to like look around kind of worriedly. Well, looks like we're not the only ones causing us sir tonight. And he nods towards the people assembling, which I'm sure Eden has noticed. I think Eden is fidgeting with her necklace. She's got like a kind of cute moon
1: pendant necklace on. She is trying to be on the job. She is also incredibly embarrassed because when Shrike said, what the hell, she heard that as like anger Mm -hmm. (laughs) that she would pull such a stunt. That is what she heard, but she is noticing shifting attention. And where are they right now? I think you guys
0: have kind of made your way back to the outskirts of the main party area. People are kind of moving into the dining room at this point, uh, but there's still, you know, quite a few people standing around chatting. I'd like to assess
1: the situation. That is a 10. That's a full Whoa. Oh, so we're going to yeah. assess the hell out of this situation. Yeah. Get so, in this situation.
0: Um, you got to ask three questions then. Yeah, let's start with what here is the biggest threat. You, The biggest threat is that over the noise of the party, you heard, just before the security alert went off, you heard gunshot just over, just faintly, I mean, I I guess it was just across the street, so it's like kind of, I mean, gunshots aren't, you know, uncommon in New Olympus, but you definitely heard Gunshot from nearby, and then immediately Gray's phone pinged. And everyone who works for Mr. St. James started going on edge. So whatever caused that, or, yeah, kind of, uh, that disturbance is probably the greatest danger. Biggest threat. Yeah, let's next go with what here is in the greatest danger. Um, in the greatest danger. Hmm, what is in the greatest danger? Hi, Kitty. Oh, can you hear that? Drew's mental state. <laughs> 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 um So funny. Okay, um In the Greatest Danger. I think the way that Uh, Just kind of you putting the pieces together of just the state of Mr. Hanegraaff coming out of the room and the smug look on Mr. St. James's face and then the agitation in the guards. I think the thing right now in the greatest danger is Mr. St. James's reputation. I don't care about that. (laughs) (laughs) Um. I might just hold on to my third question. Absolutely. That is acceptable. And you get plus one while acting on those answers. Mm Indeed. So Grayson is going to turn to Eden and say, hey, so uh, whatever you were looking for, he might find it up that way. And he gestures towards where everyone's going and says, you know, if you get caught this next time, be more convincing. You might actually have to kiss him. Because, you know, you didn't fool anyone last time. And I'm going to roll to provoke. Are you provoking Drew? Because I feel like I'm feeling provoked. (laughs) (laughs) No, I'm definitely uh, trying to provoke Eden and assuming Drew will follow since he's just everywhere. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Like a puppy. To give Grayson time to... Suit up and be separate from this situation. So yeah, yeah and uh, I am guilty because of Uh-oh. what Grayson did to Gustav in the <laughs> caravan. James, shame, shame. <laughs> that was a ten. It is shame, now an eight. Shame, shame. <laughs> For PCs, uh- choose one. Yeah um yeah so you get to choose um if it's eating, gonna be the stick the stick if you okay. don't do it you mark a condition mm-hmm.
1: and he's trying to get them to go in the direction of yeah follow what's
0: going family. on he's basically saying i know you're here for something he doesn't know what he thinks you're like journalist or something going for a scoop on his father something to embarrass him oh you uh, know those 17 year old journalists it's New Olympus. There's all sorts of things yes, going sir. on. There's plenty of uh, corporate espionage that he's dealt with during his life. So, yeah. If you don't do it, market condition. But, yeah, he's trying to get them to follow, and he thinks this will lead to his father looking bad, and it will also give him time to slip away.
1: I just. I'm so sorry because I thought you were trying to provoke her to kiss Drew. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I was so excited to uh to hear Drew eat a big bowl of testosterone's, so I thought you were provoking him.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you know,
0: I think first of all that I don't want to mark a condition. <laughs>
1: And I think she... I, I feel like she feels like by refusing, she is just making herself more obvious. So she is going to, I think, follow the crowd, but then kind of duck around um, and find her own quiet corner or closet or something yeah. away from Vice. She
0: might also be suiting up at this point. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Um. as when Vice... uh. Yeah, made his little quip. Drew's going to turn to you and say, uh, I mean, he uh, makes a good point. Might go slip into something more comfortable and then meet up on the roof. Ooh.
1: <laughs> Thank you. Someone had to say it.
0: Drew's going to wink at him. This, like, really shocks Grayson, and he's going to blush heavily. He thought he had him in, like, cornered puppy mode and not, like, he was not expecting something like that. Drew rolls with the punches.
1: Sometimes.
0: Sometimes. unless <laughs> it's <is> from Eden. <laughs> yeah, then he's just very flustered.
1: Well, I think just to keep things fair, it's Eden's turn to be flustered. <laughs> Wait, does well, she I'm...
0: notice the, the wink? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I think she's she also died.
1: just, like, delayed processing what Drew said, and her like little ace brain is trying to like decode entendre it was just, it's a lot for her <laughs> um so i I think we see her face turn red, and then she just leaves
0: cool, um blushing on the other side of the panel, Grayson hmm. turns and leaves. <laughs> This is our blushiest issue yet <laughs> I think your drew is just standing in the middle, like yeah. what? what like... may not also be slightly blushing he's got a, he's got a smirk on his face, yeah, Ryan, a gun has just gone off <laughs> this, this guard called for backup. you saved your turtle, friend. But Agatha is once again standing over an unmoving body. You're in roller skates. Yes, I am. What do you
1: do? I'm going to kiss the top of Gustav's head. Oh. And say, All good, brother. I can't get up. (laughs) I will help him up. I'll stand and help him up. Thank you. All good. and then holding holding gustav's hand and like we we i think like we both turn and we look at agatha and we're like okay but now what
0: agatha turns to you and you notice her hair is vibrant and full of life so dark brown it is almost black as uh, it cascades in waves down her shoulders and back um Her skin looks sun-kissed, and there is no sign of discoloration around her eyes or her mouth. As she peers at you with uh, emerald eyes with flecks of brown in it, she simply mutters, We're gonna have to get out of here now. She reaches a hand towards the handgun, and it flies through the air towards her. She catches it, holds it out to you, and goes, do you know how to bluff with one of these?
1: Uh, just real quick, just going to make Agatha my love. Give Agatha influence over me. <laughs> Have that. Um, do you know how to bluff with one of these? Uh, I think... Ryan is gonna stare at you, not the gun, and say, no, but I know how to bluff with these, and then uh, show Agatha yes. her own guns. Yes! <laughs> yes. That's um, a fully-fledged threat. God,
0: I'm so happy right now with a dumbest <laughs> on like this. Uh, Gustav is gonna... Gustav is going to smile and he's going to flex his little turtle arms. And it is at that moment when um all of the lights in the museum go out. There were, you know, like some some like lights on dim, you know, here and there. The lights in the exhibits were out and stuff, but it goes pitch black. And oh, hate.
1: it's just a little uh can turtles see in the dark? With that flashlight
0: on the ground, we sure can. (laughs) (laughs) And you hear um, footsteps from somewhere deeper in the museum. Uh Uh-oh. We do know that um, through the triangulation of the flashlight beam, uh, approximately which direction the guard was coming from before he entered this room, so, I believe Agatha is going to reach forward where she thinks Ryan is standing uh gently tap him on the bicep and uh go we're gonna have to come this way
1: uh Ryan will flex his bicep underneath your hand <laughs> and then uh say. Oh, uh, you might have to uh, lead me and hold out his hand.
0: <laughs> what is that smell? Oh, I've, uh, I haven't washed his bicep in a while.
1: <laughs> Ryan's just
0: nervous, you know. Not every day a pretty girl hangs on your bicep.
1: Follow it me. is pretty much every day for Ryan, though, so let's be honest.
0: I mean, Follow me.
1: Agatha wraps
0: her hand around uh around Ryan's hand and they run into the hallway uh into the dark while uh Gustav uh follows right behind.
1: Ryan has Gustav's hand as well, if that's uh if that's okay. They're like a little chain. Yeah, the, uh, the flashlight beautiful. is
0: pointing behind them. As you step out into the hall you are up on uh, the third floor balcony of kind of the main central hall of the museum. There's a giant whale skeleton or no, it's like some sort of like prehistoric supermassive sea creature hanging from the ceiling that you're about level with. And uh, on the floor below you, You can see the sweeping lights of laser sights on rifles as some apparently very skilled, very like, you know, uh, professional determined movements as they are sweeping the building and looking for this disturbance. The mounted skeletal creature. Is that hanging from wires from the ceiling, you said? Absolutely, yes. Miss Hazlitt would like to unleash her powers <laughs> once again. <laughs> oh, would she now? <laughs> Absolutely. It sounds like you might be about to reshape your environment a little bit. Is that what I'm gathering? Uh, It is going to... How do the kids say? Uh, I'm about to make it rain. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that is a six... Plus a three, plus a zero for a nine total. Awesome. Um, on a hit, you do it, uh, but on seven to nine, marking condition, or I will tell you how the effect is unstable or temporary. Let's hear how this uh, reigning fossil is a uh, unstable or temporary. So, uh, as you reach out with your telekinesis to try and unhook some of the wires. And uh drop this skeleton; there is a just a rush of that tightening panic inside your chest as um and you get the feeling like almost a feeling you got when you were being like like kidnapped over a hundred years ago, just being like grabbed suddenly from behind and taken somewhere you don't want to go. And uh, your heart just kind of like panics and there's this wave of energy that blasts out of you and the entire skeleton hangs in the air for a brief minute and then shatters into thousands of pieces that explode like a hand grenade in every direction. And there is shattered glass ringing from the skylights. Uh, the attack team um, starts opening fire uh, up on kind of like the the balconies above them they don't know where you are but they uh, you know think the attack came from somewhere up there Um, but chaos is just uh, unleashed inside the museum chaos reigns if you will I will not (laughs) I will (laughs) <laughs> I will. I'm okay with that, actually. <laughs> it's pretty <really> good. <laughs> Eden and Gray, you um, are about into your super suits at this time when you hear another tremendous bang and shattering of glass as almost every window in one half of the museum is shattered across the street in an instant. Well, Eden's going to go that direction. I think she's found where the action is. (laughs) Grayson has pulled on his mask, which he always keeps with him somewhere. And he's ditched the coat of his suit and ripped off his sleeves. Obviously. Yeah. Is he wearing uh, suspenders or a vest? A vest. Okay. awesome. A vest and a tie. Perfect. In a full Windsor. Yeah, he is. Exactly. He uh, he has his brass knuckles and his boxing tape. Awesome. Yeah, yeah I'm okay. going
1: to be honest, I don't know how Eden had her suit with her. I mean, it wasn't going to be under her dress.
0: It's a comic book.
1: But it is a comic book, so
0: <laughs> those details don't matter. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's probably stashed I only use details to have the excuse to look like Moon Knight. Like... It, that's it. It's, you know, uh, those of you who've lived somewhere that uh, you get enough snow to warrant the use of the bib overall snow pants. <laughs> mm-hmm. I like to imagine that uh, a moonflower had half of her super suit on, but like, <laughs> like the bib overall part folded down around her waist, and then the the gown over. All of that. So if she had, if she's effectively been wearing like five layers all night. <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. I mean, it's oh, also speed. on me for like I did make her a uh,
0: dress knee length, I think, but uh this isn't important. It's fine. <laughs> plenty of room for a super suit under there.
1: She just oh. she didn't know she was gonna run into Drew there, but she hopes she at least looked hot during whatever. The hell just happened earlier.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Um, How are the two of you making your way towards the action, now that you've noticed it? It's across the street. Um, It's like a... sort of like a big kind of, like, central square. Um, But yeah, more or less. Um... I think Eden's going to find a window she can kind of climb out and perch on to get a better vantage of the situation. For starters, and then figure out how to, like, Mm -hmm. where she needs to go next. Uh, Maybe use that uh, assess the situation question you've been hanging on to, perhaps? I could do that. Just throwing ideas out there. Seems like an opportune time. It feels weird to ask. What the biggest threat is again, <laughs> am I allowed to do that um yeah, yeah, the situation's definitely changed, yeah, I feel that's warranted so uh now that your uh attention is fully on the museum and you've uh had a little more time to study at moonflower you the you immediately knows it notice the red laser sights, and which tells you that there is a group of people inside this building. They're professionals, they're heavily armed, and they're prepared to kill. And uh, whatever they are doing, they're there for a reason, and it is probably tied to whatever Mr. St. James has been cooking up this evening.
1: I am going to look for one that I can sneak up on and pick off and potentially still like an earpiece for or something so I can track them better.
0: Ooh. Yeah. Do you. Well, I, is, I'm you trying want to. to <laughs> I'm trying to decide if that's a directly engage of threat where you're like trying to take something from him or if you're just unleashing your powers and using your Belladonna stealth skills to like yank it from him without him noticing. What do you For think? Sure. Um. I don't know. It. Yeah, I could I, I could be persuaded either way. Well, I know my stats, so I don't I don't want to persuade because I'm I'm biased. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think probably unleash your powers. Maybe cool makes That's the most sense. The one I have a negative one too. So oh, awesome, perfect. Still an eight. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So, uh, you were able to creep up on this guy and, um, he's got his, uh, like radio clipped to his, uh, back waistband. So you are able to grab it, but on a seven to nine, uh, mark your condition or I get to tell you how the effect is unstable or temporary.
1: You know, not that I mind it being unstable or temporary, but I honestly just feel like Eden should be insecure. <laughs>
0: That fits. That fits. She's, uh, I'm, just, I'm just gonna mark that one. Not, not exactly. She's, she's not getting out of this night on, in like fully secure. So <laughs> no, not not any one thing in particular. Just you know, it's kind of you know. kind of been a snowball. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That makes sense. I love it. Awesome. Yeah. So you yoink this right off his belt with. Absolutely no problems. Um, He doesn't even know you were there. Quiet as a wraith. And you were able to listen in on uh, their communications. And um, it's quiet, disciplined, calms. uh, We have multiple targets on the third floor. Unit two moving to engage. Copy that. Primary team. Has the asset and is moving to exfiltrate the building. Foxtrot on their way. Weapons hot. First floor cleared. Second floor cleared. Third floor, I've. Something happened. I think they have a tranquilizer. To illustrate the complete opposite of styles between Moonflower and Vice. As these guys are clearing these floors, he finds the biggest group of them he can and just vaults himself over a banister and drops a smoke bomb nice. to just try to start brawling. He's in yeah. Black Falcon's disarm and disable mode. Hell yeah. Go ahead and give me that roll plus danger to in- directly engage some threats. All right. Ooh. That is a 10. Hell yeah! On a ten plus pick two. Resist or avoid their blows. Take something from them. Create an opportunity for your allies or impress, surprise, or frighten the opposition. He's gonna resist or avoid their blows and disarm them. All their uh hot firearms, he's making sure those are no longer in play. Hell yeah. So we get a awesome just couple wide panels of the Vice just flowing through this brawl and throwing punches and ducking kicks and uh what is what is Vice's fighting style like? Is it has he just full on adopted the like full aggressive black falcon or is it a little more refined or Yeah I definitely think it's a little more refined. He has a lot of his weapon skills from black falcon but mm-hmm. a lot of his fighting style reflects mariel who was that makes sense. a special operative during the cold war so it's less brutal and brawly and more precise and direct mm-hmm. yeah he still yeah. uses brass knuckles so he's just for sure. he's aiming for the pressure points yeah. and just trying to inflict the most amount of damage yeah. for the least amount of effort black falcon's got like some more uh like just like he's got more mass and like stronger than you and uh, really leverages that in his fighting style to just go like all in on that uh but it makes yeah. sense that mariel would have to, uh taught you to be a little more graceful and uh work around your opponents rather than straight through them as he's going to finish off the last group of these he definitely slips off his brass knuckle falco rank just whizzes it hucks it across the room, and it just cracks his helmet, and uh, he falls to the floor. Vice is just wiping the blood off of his remaining brass knuckle, and he goes over to retrieve the one in his helmet. Huh, looks like you guys shouldn't have brought guns to the fist fight.
1: You just hear a, ah, jeez, from above.
0: Agatha and Gustav Ryan has just given away your position where you were hiding from the uh the attack team on the third floor. <laughs> what are you guys doing? We're gonna uh peer over the side of the uh well the uh the little balcony area. Does it still have like a is it just a ledge now or does it have any uh any walling after that explosion? I think there's been, uh, you know, definitely some structural damage. Gotcha. So we're going to, I guess this is going to peer over the ledge and see um, if she can kind of make out anything through the uh, smoke cloud down below that's coming towards them. Yeah, absolutely. You look down and you see a lone figure in the middle of just a pack of unconscious bodies. Casually slipping on a brass knuckle that he had tossed across the room, but behind him um on the second floor, kind of across from you, you see at first you thought it was like a uh, like a smoke grenade or something, but it's just this shadow uh almost like the 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 terror in your heart making itself manifest in this sort of eth- ethereal otherworldly almost like ink and water shadows that are coalescing on the second floor above and behind Grayson or er, device sorry
1: the clamp <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: she's going to point she's going to point towards the uh the malevolent shadow and she's going to scream, "Watch out!" and then, um, she's going to leap off the edge towards the ground Ooh. are you uh moving in to defend vice from this shadow that is coalescing? I uh, sure. What is that going to be? Roll plus Savior. Roll plus Savior. Alrighty. Uh, Ooh. Well. We have a 4 plus a 2 with a superior of 2. However, because she is insecure, that is a minus 2 defend for a flat 4 plus 2 for a 6 total. I think we are uh, going into battle against a dangerous foe as a team. Um, so let's get some team in the pool real quick, now that we are all here together. <laughs> oh. It's a big, happy family. Okay, uh, we enter battle against a dangerous foe as A team, add two teams to the pool. Let's see. Uh, Ryan, you replace the team you used, so we're back up to three, right? Yeah. Okay, cool. Who is the leader of this team right now? Agatha. I believe Moonflower is not over here yet. She didn't say she was over here, so I think it would be uh, I think it would be Agatha this immediate moment. Yeah. Moonflower's around, she just hasn't made herself known. Oh.
1: I don't think we- she feels, in a, in a rare mood for her, I don't think she feels particularly in control of this situation or in charge.
0: Well. think she's the later. <laughs> so Agatha it is then huh <laughs> Agatha it is Miss yeah, ah. Hazlitt has the board, Miss Hazlitt, do you have influence over your other team members? Hmm. No. no no she has she has influence over gustav that's good and, right uh she has she has influence over Chat Georgeson the second. And she has influence over Zorlock, the intergalactic bounty hunter. I'm keeping <laughs> that one. I don't care what you say. I think you should a keep it She too.
1: She also has influence over Ryan, because I made her my love. Oh, yeah. Is true. <laughs> I mean, I think
0: she probably has influence over,
1: you know, the alternate reality version of you, but <laughs> I don't know that it makes sense for her to have.
0: No, not, not right now. Cool. Um, so we I mean, Vice hear- would have ruined it anyways. So. Yeah, right. So- <laughs> <laughs> Damn it, Vice. What is your purpose in this fight, Agatha? To keep all of us safe from my approaching doom. Ooh. Does anyone else have a different purpose in the fight other than to keep everyone safe from this threat? I think that sounds good. Just waiting for Vice. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I don't think Vice knows about Agatha's approaching doom, nor is he very concerned about it. He's here to embarrass his father. Uh, I I don't know if (laughs) he could spin that somehow, but uh, (laughs) I would say there may be some odds there. (laughs) <laughs> oh damn homie, that's crazy. Well, uh I gotta go fill in at the at the shop <laughs> they're short today. Wish I could help you with that. So it sounds like we're staying at three team in the pool. Cool, cool. <laughs> um does any team member mistrust the leader of the team or anyone else on the team? I don't know. The last time Vice saw Agatha, she was looking a lot more dead than she is right now. So I guess what he's seen so far is a uh, very conventionally attractive young lady point, scream, and then leap towards him. (laughs) I take that as you will. Adolescent male human. Oh god, another stalker. (laughs) (laughs) Papa, she's only here for my money. Well, I won't have your babies. Uh, <laughs> I will not sully my good name. Uh, I mean, like, if we're just going thematically, I don't think it makes sense for Vice. I don't think he knows all his teammates here. But if he knew Ryan was involved, he doesn't trust Ryan. <laughs> they left him beat up in a caravan, James. So what I'm it's hearing amazing. is two team in the so what I'm hearing is two teams in the pool unless uh, Agatha wants to mark a condition. Um, let's see. Sure, we will. Uh, we will mark afraid. Awesome. So we keep that team in the pool. We don't lose it. And then, are we ill prepared or off balance today? I. I think, technically, if we're going to be honest, half the team is probably unbalanced for this sort of situation. I think he you know, might be a little off balance. Drew's off balance, okay. but he's not part of this. I um Ryan, when you're love struck, are you braced by that? Such as when you uh have strong drink in order to to steal yourself? Or are you uh are you twitter pated?
1: Uh no R- Ryan uh Ryan caring about someone is like the most prepared she can ever be. So
0: Does that count as two prepared? Like two, <laughs> two instances of prepared? They actually rebranded it. It's um your heart gets extirpated now. Vice <laughs> uh. is all good. He doesn't know what's wrong with the rest of you. Awesome.
1: Nothing's wrong with Ryan,
0: uh, gonna get you. I'm gonna get clearly <laughs> everyone else is a problem. You're not wrong. you're out of line, but you're not wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm not necessarily
1: hearing a no <laughs> I feel like there's enough people who are off balance that
0: we're probably' we're off, we're, balance. we're off balance okay yeah. okay uh, Agatha, are you gonna uh mark another condition or are we down to two team ah uh, She will mark Guilty. Ooh. Team Leader Agatha. Wow. Awesome. So we have three team in the pool. Excellent. And you have just rolled a six to defend. Six total to defend.
1: Ryan would like to help if that's okay. Yeah. Ryan's going to shoot out some brambles and sort of like catch agatha she falls because she like leapt off the balcony so ryan's gonna kind of make i guess like a little like catcher catching ramp kind of thing to like help her not fall over
0: or anything awesome beautiful so yeah agatha what does it look like as you uh kind of swing down supported by these brambles and vines as she swans swan dives from the ledge Ah, uh, full on christ pose arms out uh towards the ground and the mighty briars brambles wrapping around her uh, snapping her legs forward so that she can uh, touch ground with her feet agatha's focus um free to stand for a moment look vice in his eye and collect as much smoke screen as she can telekinetically and focus it into a smoke wall between Vice and the approaching darkness uh, on our flanks, but it is uh, depending on how much smoke is left, it's a good five or six feet thick between him and the Awesome. Um, So, uh, Hagatha and Vice, you are enshrouded in swirling smoke and darkness. And, um, Agatha, the thrum you've been feeling in your chest is now just pounding in your ears and ringing out from every direction. And, um, you see very faintly through the swirling smoke and fog uh, the silhouette like just you barely see the shadowy form of one of the guards and he's holding something but his body is like shaking and kind of contorting and sort of just like jerkily shifting and lurching its way towards you in the darkness Can Gustav see this, uh, guard lurching towards, um, the two on the floor? Absolutely. Um, well, uh, probably. Yeah, sure. He's going to point the, uh, flashlight directly at the guard to make him the brightest thing in the room. And, uh, you, as you illuminate the guard, uh you all can see that his face is contorted in pain um, as he's holding this uh, curved dagger in his hand uh, just knuckles white around the handle uh, his eyes are rolled back in his head uh, just pure white um, and he starts to float a couple inches above the ground uh, Agatha, your ears are just screaming right now, and you feel just an unimaginable amount of dread swirling towards you. Um, I'm going to have you uh, go ahead and mark a condition or mark your doom track. Um, Can I do something here? She sure. has she has doom signs yeah and uh i choose one at character creation mm mm-hmm. the uh the one i the doom side that i chose was bolster mark a doom track to use an adult move one time ooh that is the dagger that killed me he's holding yes in his hand is the elegantly carved uh, dagger diabolic. Agatha Hazlitt will not unleash her powers. She shall wield them. Yes. So wield your powers is an adult move. Um we haven't used adult moves yet before. Uh but they are kind of like upgraded versions of the basic moves. Um this is a perfect example of that. So instead of just, uh, you know, unleashing your powers and seeing what happens, uh, when you wield your powers with precision or grace, roll plus free, on a hit, choose one from the list. On a 10 plus, choose two. Um, And then there are three options. Take hold of something vulnerable to you, create something useful from your environment, or neutralize an opponent or threat, at least for now. That is a five plus a five plus a zero. Hell yeah! And uh, if if I may take the reins on this one, absolutely go right ahead. Um, it, I'm not sure if you would consider this taking a hold of something vulnerable to me or neutralizing an opponent, but the uh, the last thing that vice is going to see before Agatha Hazlitt opens her mouth and screams until blood starts coming from her throat. The dagger being ripped from the guard's hand, spinning towards her like a fan blade. Before the spinning stops, the dagger flies at her blade first and enters uh, the wound that murdered her. 200 years ago. And with that, I'm going to take that last condition hopeless, and Agatha falls unconscious to the ground. The museum is dead quiet. The darkness and the smoke begin to clear. The remaining, what remains of the tactical team are dragging their injured comrades, you know, behind pillars, or calling in for support, or just staring in slack-jawed awe and horror at what they are seeing. Uh, How are the rest of you reacting to this? I think Aiden's focused on the knife. Obviously. Yeah. Personal interest. (laughs) Oh, that's a nice knife. I've been needing a new one. It kind of seemed like it
1: was fucking up the other guy, so I don't know if she wants to grab it. Uh, She's interested in it, though.
0: What is... run over, and he is knelt down beside Agatha and trying to find a pulse. Her flesh is cold to its touch. Who's Ryan doing?
1: I think Ryan is helping Gustav get down with some, like, bramble stairs to the, uh, like, the level that Agatha and Weiss and Eden are on. And then, yeah, like, kind of standing with him or, like, behind him. (laughs) She's, like, she wants to support him uh, because, obviously, like, that's his sister.
0: Gustav is going to rush towards Agatha, cradle one arm underneath her neck and shoulders, the other underneath her knees, pull her up, turn towards Vice and uh, and Ryan. We're going to have to haul ass now. I don't think these guys are done with us. He's going to start making his way out of the museum.
1: How heavy is Gustav?
0: Anyways, I'm gonna I'm gonna say about seventy five pounds, which is I want to say close to my math might be off, but like a hundred forty kilos. I think it's roughly two kilos for every one pound.
1: Okay. We'll Ryan is strong. Do you think Ryan could lift Gustav? Oh yeah. I going to offer to 34 kilos. I
0: had it. I had the other way around. Yeah, it's 34 yeah. kilos. Oh, it's 34 kilos.
1: Oh, 34. fuck yeah, then. <laughs> um, oh,
0: yeah, swinging around like a sack of potatoes.
1: <laughs> um yeah, so Ryan is going to um offer to pick Gustav and Agatha both up and like skate them out.
0: Okay. What's Eden doing? I think she's making awkward eye contact with Vice. So, I think that Eye contact, he catches it and like recognizes her, squints a little bit in the way that should not be visible in the type <laughs> of mask he wears. And then he is following Gustav. There is a kind of like a rush of like engines and a whoosh and Shrike slides to a stop next to you and says, like, I made it, what did I miss? Every fucking time. <laughs> Eden's going to kind of give Drew that side-eye that's like, little late, buddy. hmm <laughs> And then just ignore any other explanation and just say sorry about earlier. Oh, no, it's, uh, it's all good. I, uh... <laughs> I just wish I had a little warning next time.
1: Um, Eden's just hearing "next time" in her head and like turning over that particular set of words. So is Kaylee, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> just for those of you keeping keep,
0: keeping track at home, and Eden's gonna say, "Yeah, well, I, I guess it wasn't a very good ruse, anyway."
1: And if you don't want me to make fun of you about the
0: bird thing, why were you wearing bird cufflinks? It's an aesthetic, okay? Just. (laughs) Am I not allowed to have fun? (laughs) Oh, I'm definitely going to have fun with it. Oh, God. I love it. We kind of pull out. Uh, from the wreckage of the museum as sirens and cops and far starting to swoop in. And we turn the page and we are in the basement of the taped-in section of the old Hanegraaff Mance. Um, yes. Gustav has laid Agatha down on kind of their makeshift kitchen table and is uh what is Gustav doing? How is he taking this? Gustav will uh will lay her on their little makeshift table. It is made out of a piece of a door that they had found and several cinder blocks kind of propping it up. The the very impoverished state of this, a very stark contrast to a lot of the discarded, forgotten, and rotting opulence around them. Uh, He looks for a silver serving platter, brings it over, and very gingerly grasps the dagger diabolic by the handle and with a very slow deep breath he pulls it from agatha's chest and lays it upon the platter he then starts feeling around um for any signs of life from agatha looking for a pulse uh holding his he he licks the palm of his hand And holds it over her mouth and nose to see if he can feel any breath coming from that. And when that doesn't work, he starts very gingerly pressing at uh, various chakras. uh, The middle of her forehead, her throat, the uh, middle of her abdomen, looking for any signs of life. Vice was just going to be leaning outside of the room. That shot with like a hospital room. Yeah, his yeah. His leg um, kicked up against the wall. Eden. If she does kind of know Agatha's deal, I think, a little bit. I mean, I think she was unalive the whole time, but <laughs> uh, technically, unalive? <laughs> anyway. Vice is like, shh, Jesus. <laughs> Why are you being so pedantic about it? Well, there's this legal paperwork that is getting very uncomfortable to answer, and uh.
1: <laughs> it was not my
0: intention to make Eden so nonchalant about this whole thing. <laughs> but uh. It, it totally fits. Like, she didn't have any reaction when his old Thomas' parents were killed either. Mm, that's fair. It's not like she hasn't seen people be killed before. <laughs>
1: That's the yeah. difference between Eden and most of the other Midnighters, or Heartbreakers, Sometimes, or anyone else. <laughs> or anyone else but exactly. throws
0: you a curveball. I mean, you know, parents die, your teammates die. It's it is what yeah. it is. Well, like I could kind of see her wanting to joke with Strike as like a coping mechanism. That's also fair. It occurs to me. He asked what he missed, and she didn't mention that someone
1: died, but, uh... You know? (laughs) He had to be there.
0: You had had to be there. there. Uh, She was spaced out thinking about bird buns, like... (laughs) That's what it is. Uh, Is Ryan there? And what is Ryan doing?
1: Did Gustav let Ryan go with...
0: Yeah, I, uh... Everyone who wished to follow, we took the uh, back roads and then down essentially towards the very, uh, very back end of the Hanagraph
1: Mance. I think Ryan is on the phone with Uncle Patrick, probably not actually saying anything. I think he sort of explained what was going on and is now doing what I do when I am upset, (laughs) uh, which is call my mom and then not be able to really say anything. So I think he's just sitting on the, like on the phone with Patrick, neither of them really saying anything. Ryan sort of watches Gustav.
0: Get a panel of Ryan looking nervously. Gustav still prodding and massaging the various chakras. And we get kind of a close-up of Agatha's face. And the last panel of the comic is a close-up of her eye as it opens. And what is reflected deep in the blackness of her pupils, Sawyer? Agatha's pupil is dilated to the point where it takes up almost the entirety of the visual front of her eye and the only thing seen if you look inside is the stilled image of the dagger diabolic as it flies towards her blade first Wonderworld Comics is an actual play podcast of Masks, A New Generation by Brendan Conway This issue was jammed by Michael Dunham can be found on twitter at galvanic man moonflower is played by kyra nelson who can be found on her twitter at kyra m nelson agatha Hazlitt and gustav the armored are played by sawyer a mighty briar is played by kaylee newberry who can be found on their twitter at kaylee underscore newberry the vice is played by justin reed who can be found on his twitter at ww comics stitch Wonderworld Comics is produced by Michael Dunham, and it is edited by Michael Dunham and Justin Reed. The music is from Dvorak Symphony Number 9. Do you have questions or comments? You can get a hold of us on Twitter at www.comicspodcast, or send us an email at www.comicspodcast at gmail.com.